Alright, how are you guys doing? Come on in, sit down, relax. You're about to listen to Washington Football Crunch. I am one of your three hosts. My name is Micah Chen. Check out myself, Luke Monger of Dogman.com, and WSU's Jackson Garner every single Tuesday. A special bonus episode for you guys. Eastern Washington running back Sam McPherson joins the show. He is a captain for Eastern football, one of the captains for Eastern football, and he's a featured back in the offense. But most importantly, Sam McPherson is a nice guy. He's an easy guy to root for, and he should be one of your favorite players this upcoming season. Sam has been a part of the Washington football scene for the last eight years and is now working on becoming a national champion. He tells us a little bit about Eastern football this upcoming season, what his relationship is like with Antoine Custer Jr., and what he's hoping to accomplish in his final season, both personally and as a team. All that and more right now on Washington Football Crunch. Okay, so we're here in Shady, Washington. I'm Micah Chen, and I'm joined alongside Eastern Washington running back Sam McPherson. Sam, can I start out by calling you starting running back Sam McPherson? Uh, you know, that's a tough one. I started, what, one game last year. Antoine had the other 10, I think. So, but I mean, I did start once. So, right, yeah. but we switched how, off how's, how, how's Antoine Custer Jr. right now? Because I hear he's out right now. Yeah, he's uh, he's nursing a little injury, but he'll be he'll be back by week one. So, he's going to be fine. But he's, as of right now? As of right now, yeah, I'm getting one starting running Technically, back. yeah. So, how does that work with you and Antoine Custer Jr.? Like, last year, you guys were both, you know, all-league, honorable mention in the big sky are you guys good friends behind the scenes yeah we are we we get along really well and the rest of the running back group too it's a really good group we all bond really well we all laugh in the meeting rooms together it's 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 a good group good fun time yeah you and Antoine Custer Jr. big stars on that offense and you know a lot of people that are fans of yours you know that have known you for a long time they can't fathom like a a scenario or a a situation where Sam McPherson isn't the workhorse back Can 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 you kind of tell us like how competitive it is at this level it's very competitive. Antoine's a very good running back. He came from uh, De La Salle High School down in California. Oh, no way. <laughs> yeah, so, I mean, you know that program, powerhouse, national powerhouse every year. I think they had like a 150-something winning streak back in right. the day. Right, 04 Bell- Bell- yeah. Them. Yeah, so uh, yeah, he's a beast. I'm honestly, like, lucky. I think I'm lucky to play as much as I do because he's that good. But he's, you, he, you he, can kind of understand, though, like people yeah. that have been following you for several years, yeah. they just don't understand how you couldn't be the starter, right? Yeah, I mean, definitely, like, especially, like the Bothell people, stuff like that. They, <laughs> they all, like, they all say that. But this guy is the real deal. Like, he is going to be a freak. I could see him in the league one day making Oh, my, yeah, oh my he's, goodness. He's yeah. that talented. So That says a lot. Yeah. And uh, so right now we're a little bit, over halfway through fall camp. How's your health right now? Pretty good. The ankle's feeling 100%. The leg, Because last time we talked, you were kind of rolling around a little bit. Rolling around the gym, yeah. So I might get the gym. Uh, I was rolling around on the scooter, just trying to get some extra work in over the, uh, what, the midwinter break or something like that. So, yeah, 100% healthy. You're truly 100% healthy. Truly 100% healthy. I think, honestly, I'm running the ball better than I ever have. Because you had that torn ACL. Torn ACL, what, four years ago now? Right, right. That's crazy. There's no, like, shots going up your knee or anything like that right now? I mean, I... I'd be lying if I said I didn't feel it still, but I while I'm running the ball during mid-game, during practice, I do not feel it at all. Right. After, afterwards, of course, the aches and the pains come, but I mean, while I'm running, I feel 100%. Do you, do you I, still wear the brace? Or no, is that, okay. no I, I took the brace off my freshman year, like the third game into it, just because every time I put that on, it reminded me of still kind of, oh, I wasn't 100%. That's awful. <laughs> yeah, but I, so I ended up taking it off, and I played pretty well after that when, when I took it off, so... 
Okay, understandable, hundred yeah. percent. Right now, yeah. now a lot of people, you know, have Eastern uh, first in the Big Sky this year, which is awesome. Like yeah. you know, you you want you want that preseason poll to you know favor you guys. But I feel like this team is looking at a little bit more bigger picture than that. Is it is it is winning the Big Sky enough for you guys this year? Definitely not. I mean, that's that's honestly that's the standard every year. That's what we need to do. That's what we that's what we want to do. But that's something we expect to do. Also, we are a very good team every year, year in and year out, as we've been the past, I don't know, 10 years-ish. Uh, we expect to win the Big Sky, and we expect to make the playoffs, and we want to we want to do big things. We want to bring it back a national championship Eastern Washington. It's been eight years or something like that. So we Yeah, wanna, you can't just keep riding that 2010, yeah. even though the banner's still up there. Banner's still up. But that's not you guys. still there. It's not us. Yeah, it's not us. And we've, we've been to the playoffs or the semifinals, what, three times out of the last five oh years? Goodness. I mean, I've only been, one, been to one, but... Uh, yeah, we don't want to lose again in the semifinals. We're ready to take that next step to the uh, to the championship game and hopefully win that. Because when I bring up, you know, you guys potentially being Big Sky champs, like you look at those seasons that you guys, you know, lost in the semifinals, and you don't look at those as like super awesome seasons because you won the Big Sky. It's yeah, we won the Big Sky, but we also kind of like at the towards the end right there, we didn't finish the job. So that's what kind of why I bring up yeah. you know, those national rankings. Exactly. And, yeah, we definitely. Yeah, it's just a standard here to to win the Big Sky, and that's what we want to continue to do. You guys have a very interesting game week one against Central Washington University. There was some conflict as to whether or not you guys were going to get a game. Um, just like in the locker room, was there actual fear that there wasn't going to be a week one opponent? We actually we had no idea. We weren't <laughs> sure if we were going to play. There was rumors we might, might play Whitworth or something like that, like a D3 oh. school, which would have been very interesting. <laughs> but uh, yeah, we honestly had no idea who we were going to play. Heard rumors about going down south, everything. Like, no, I mean, the thing is, a lot of teams have a week one game scheduled pretty early. Like, yeah, that's Cent- the, Central did yeah, as well. <laughs> yeah, Central, yeah, I didn't, even, I didn't even know that. Most teams have a game scheduled for that, but. I don't know. Somehow it just ended up working that we we're going to play uh, Central Washington. So it's going to be gonna how be that worked with Central is um, week one. They had a home and home with Texas A&M Commerce. Oh, no, it wasn't Texas A&M Commerce. It was Kingsville. It was Kingsville. Okay. And Kingsville Central went to Kingsville last year. Okay. And it was this year it was Kingsville's turn to come to Central. So Central said, hey, you guys don't have to come up this year. You don't have to hold up your end of the bargain when it comes to this home and home because we want to play Eastern instead and go on the road. Yeah. And, you know, playing Central Division two school. I mean, how can you not mentally just like take a break that week? How can you not see that as a cupcake game? Because I mean, they're Division Two level, and you guys are Big Sky future, maybe Big Sky champs. Like, how do you feel about that? Yeah, I mean, it's definitely one of those games where a lot of teams do take a Division Two opponent lightly. Uh, that's not going to be the case for us. We have we have a very good mentality going into it. We're going to install the uh, the. Uh, uh, scouting report in a couple of days here, um, and obviously that quarterback on the other side is a <laughs> is a big uh, big friend of ours. Uh, he's been here a couple of years. Riley Hennessy, great quarterback. So we know he lives for these moments. This is like his environment. When he came in against Oregon in my freshman year, he was the backup. He came in and balled out. He was. He was fantastic yeah. in that game. Yeah. So he lives. For he's a Division moments. One quarterback. Division he one is. quarterback. Absolutely. Yeah. Very good quarterback. Very good quarterback. We wish he was still here. Obviously, we have a lot of good quarterbacks here, but we wish he was still here. He's a great guy. But yeah, he lives for these moments. He's he'll be ready. And so, yeah, we know we have to be ready too. We have to bring our A game. And if you get to a point where you guys are up 35 nothing, are you guys going to take it easy because it's central and it's a friendly school and it's kind of they did a favor? Like, because there is a possibility this does turn into a route at some point. Yeah, that's, I mean, that's what we're hoping for. I mean, they're going to come out, they're going to come out firing, but we are too. So it's going to be, it'll be a good game, I think. But yeah, if, if it does end up 
being a little bit of a blowout. Like, because nobody knows yeah, what to nobody, expect. Yeah, yeah, no one knows yeah, what's yeah, going to happen. First time thing. Yeah, I mean, with the new, there's new reg rules this year too. So I know if you play, like a freshman can play in any four games this season and still redshirt. So uh, that'll be interesting too. Like maybe some freshman will get some time at the end of that game if we're up big. Who knows what's going to happen? But yeah, it'll be very interesting to see. What Let's happens. talk about those freshman running backs. Cause you're a senior right now, mm-hmm. and uh, and you is Antoine Custer Jr. Is he's he a, junior. He's junior. Yeah. Okay, yeah. Richard Jr. or just a true junior. Just a true junior. Yeah. Okay, so he's got another year. Yep. With some of those running backs coming up, are they mostly West Side kind of guys like you that came from Washington, or are they uh, California kids? Yeah. So we have so me. So I'm from Washington, obviously. Antoine's from California. Uh, Tameric Pierce, he's also going to be a junior. Uh, he's from California. But then we have Dennis Merritt, who's from Leavenworth, Washington. <laughs> he's a junior too. Is he, was he a walk-on or was he a scholarship? He's a walk-on. Yeah. Okay, gotcha. He a he's going to be a good running back though. He's a very good, he's got a lot of talent, a lot of speed. He's definitely the fastest running back we have on the wow. team by far. <laughs> he had like an 85-yard touchdown against Fordham last year. And he was gone. Once <laughs> East Coast, goal. right? North yeah, East, yeah, 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 that makes sense. And uh, then we have two freshmen that came in this, uh, this offseason. We have... Uh, Micah Smith from Graham Kapowson. He's a nice guy, yeah. (laughs) And Isaiah Lewis from uh, Monroe. Oh, that is a nice kind of... Those are the two freshmen that came in this year. Restocking the system. Yep. So for you, man, going back to the very beginning, at what age did you start playing football? That's a good question. Um, I think it was fourth grade, third grade, one of the two. So I must have been... Eight or nine, I think. And why did you yeah. start? Why did you start playing? Like, was it just part of the culture there, and you wanted to be a part of it? Yeah, I mean, did you have a father that was like? My dad never play. played football. I really, I don't know why I played football. Really. <laughs> I know the coaches. The coach, my my first year of football, his, his son was in my, was at my school. I went to St. Brennan's, a little private school in Bothell, Washington, and his son went to my school too. And I think he he wanted me to come out and play. I think that's what it was. Honestly, I have no idea why I played. But but it wasn't like this yeah. is the McPherson legacy. You not, will no. you will hold up the honor. <laughs> no, my dad never played football. My, my mom is not a big sports fan at all. She uh, she she called like home runs, touchdowns, and touchdowns home runs. <laughs> five years of my sports career um but yeah and uh the one thing i do remember though is before practice even started before my first day of football i went up to uh, my friend's dad who was the coach and i was like i want to play running back no way yeah, that's, that's were the they one. like sticking I, you at guard because at that age you're just kind of playing whatever like I, yeah I, I wasn't really sure this is before practice even started before i ever put on pads and i was like i want to play running back so I thought that was, that's pretty funny. Cause okay, let's, let's yeah, talk about like kind of like, you know, you're not a genetic freak. I mean, we'll, we'll say it right now. Yeah. Uh, and you know, obviously, you know, parents probably weren't like going to make you work out, work yeah. really hard at sports. And so where does that come from? Like what separated you from a young age to, to kind of turn you into what you are now? That's honestly a good question. My parents, not really athletic. My mom was the type of person that shot out the wrong hoop in basketball. Not a big sports fan at all. My dad, he was a baseball player. Uh, he played in high school. I think he wrestled in high school too, but not a, not a huge football guy or anything like that. And the rest of my family too, really isn't anything super athletic there's no one i mean really no one's really into sports in my entire family so it's it's kind of funny when we go to family parties you don't really get sports really isn't the first topic that yeah comes like, up. it's yeah. always at school and stuff like that it's not like oh let's talk division one football exactly now. <laughs> yeah it's that <laughs> exactly um but i think the thing that set me apart was just my work ethic just growing up like i was definitely i've always been a hard worker definitely not a freak at, 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 of any sorts i mean there's guys that's all that are always bigger faster and stronger than me but i think my work ethic and my knowledge of the game has really set me apart uh, come these past i mean since i've ever played football really and then at what point you know as you get closer to high school did you start to make some noise around the state like this guy could be a future you know all state running back uh, what age did that kind of start coming up uh, honestly, the first game of my junior year, 
uh, when we played Coeur d'Alene at, uh, at UW. Um, I was really a no-name at that point. Like, I, I mean, I... Because you didn't play much as a sophomore yeah, either. I played a, yeah, I started the first couple games at safety. Didn't really do much. Not wasn't really good. Um, but And I didn't play running back at all the year. I actually played receiver. So, uh, yeah, I really had no idea what to expect. At that point in my life, I was thinking baseball. Baseball was going to be what I was going, what I was best at. If I was going to play college sports, it was going to be baseball. Um, but then after that first game, junior year, I took the very first play of the game. I took the opening kickoff back to the house, and I was like, you know, this could be this could be something special. And I had a really good game. I ended up with an interception, a couple of touchdowns too, and I was like, this could be a good year. This is this could be my future. I could be something special yeah. in this game. Yeah. And a lot of high school athletes or high school football players, they think if I can just be conference offensive MVP, uh, you know, first team this, all state, division one teams will come knocking on my door. Was that kind of your mentality as well? If I just, you know, lead the league in rushing, play at an all state level, I will be a division one football player. That really wasn't my goal. I really I didn't I didn't really care about the stats that much. Really, it's just all about making plays and uh, I don't know. I mean, that's that's a, that's a good question. Were you thinking Pac-12 at that point? Because that, that's always the goal. I, right, honestly, yeah. I had no idea because I didn't get my. So that was so that, that was the first game of my junior year where, where I really stood out. I didn't get a fir- my first offer until what May of that same year. So that was like what eight months afterwards. Yeah, so. that's closer to your yeah, senior year. Close, pretty close to the senior year. So I had no idea what to expect. I was hoping for something, uh, hoping for at least like a small offer. And once you get one offer, it'll roll, like stuff will roll in. And Pac-12 was definitely the goal, but being a, um, a short little white kid. Let's just say it. Let's say it as it is. To be honest, yeah. that, it, didn't, it didn't help the recruiting process at all. And I really had no idea what was going to happen, but I'm so blessed to, to have the offers that I did have back in high school. And yeah, it really it ended up working out the best. How close did you get to that Pac-12 offer? Uh, I was talking to Wazoo and UW a good amount. Uh, they, off, they both offered me preferred walk-on spots. Um, but other than that, I didn't really talk to any... Uh, Oh, I talked to Colorado a little bit too. Oh, okay, not much other than that. They didn't ever. They never really contacted me much after my junior year. Um, that's yeah. man, that's fascinating because anybody that knows you, man, they know that that you're one. You're probably one of the best high school football players of the last decade. Um, just as based off your statistics and you know all state awards back to back years, and uh, and during that time you were also getting some Ivy League looks. And I know that you're a really big academic guy. You know, you're mm-hmm. 4.0 student. Uh, how much weight did you put on that kind of Ivy League lifestyle compared to you know playing for a school like Eastern Washington? Yeah, Ivy League was definitely something I was very interested in. Um, I took a visit down. Uh, down over to the east side, um, east side of the country, visited uh, Harvard, uh, Yale, Columbia, and Princeton. Um, I had an offer from uh, Cornell too, but I ended up not taking or not going there. Um, Columbia wasn't wasn't too big of a fan. There's a bus, like a thirty minute bus ride every day to the uh, athletic facilities, like there. Right, right. So it wasn't right on campus. Wasn't really feeling that. And then the other offer I had was uh, Princeton. But uh, with Princeton, I, that was my favorite school by far. Like, I wanted to go there. That was, like, the dream school. The football was very good in the Ivy League. Academics is obviously top tier. There weren't those, like, 7.5% acceptance yeah, rates. Yeah, like, right? that's You're, just, like, yeah. a dream school, you know? Uh, but once I got hurt, once I tore my ACL senior year of high school, they stopped talking to me oh, for, no about, way. for about a month. And then, like, the day before their application was due, they said, hey, we have a spot for you. Uh, and I was like, yeah, I had to get like three letters of recommendation, write two essays. I'm like, oh, within like you know, a within like a 24 hour. Yeah, period. oh, 24 yeah, hours. I'm just, like, <laughs> I'm just like, you guys stop talking to me for a while. Like, this is this not what I wanted. It's like, how much do you really want exactly. me? If you, if if you, you really wanted all... me that bad, you would have been talking to me throughout that process too. So, 
So going into your first year at Eastern, uh, you didn't wrench, you did not redshirt. What went into that decision? Uh, that was once I got hurt, once I tore my ACL, that was at senior year of high school, first game in playoffs. Uh, I was like, ever since then, I was like, I want to play. That's the absolute goal. I want to play right away when I come to college. Be that, be a back that can t- contribute right away. Um, in the first couple weeks, the first f- first couple weeks of camp, I played pretty well. Uh, the knee was feeling. Who really are some good. of those guys in front of you that kind of? Uh, Jabari you- Wilson. Oh, that's right, right. He's um, the older guy. Jalen Pierce, uh, and Malcolm Williams. He was another freshman too. So those were like kind of like the we were like the four main guys that year. Um, I played pretty well coming into coming into fall camp. Uh, it felt pretty good. The knee felt really good. But then as fall camp goes on, like this was when the two days were still a thing back in college football. The knee just kind of got worn out by the end. Uh, just really tired all the time. And uh, I ended up still playing. Still played a good, like six games my freshman year. But uh, wasn't feeling right. Knee went to was not good at all. I had to get surgery again to get it cleared out the uh, scar tissue and everything. So I basically wasted my entire freshman year, which kind of sucks. I wish I would have redshirted. I love the honesty. Man. Oh yeah, no, I really wish I would have redshirted because then I'd have another year here. And uh, but yeah, it, it was kind of a wasted year. I only played six games. I think I had like twenty carries on the entire season. And play a little bit of special teams, but when you look at that, twenty carries is kind of a waste. Of yeah, it's like two carries a game yeah, at most. <laughs> yeah, seriously. And then, and then mentally, just wasn't in there. Once once my knee was starting to hurt, like I ran very timidly. Uh-huh. I wouldn't run through contact. I couldn't break any tackles. I was still I was still pretty quick. Not I mean I still never been that fast, but I was still pretty quick. But once someone hit me, I would just fall down. Like I would just, it was just in my head ingrained that I was like still hurt. You still weren't like, running like the horse that you wasn't, yeah, are. wasn't like a, a workhorse, like a hog type of guy, and just violent. Yeah, it wasn't that. violent at all. Like if, if someone hit me, I was falling down right away, and it was just it it wasn't me. It wasn't the true yeah the guy that I used to be in high school. Right, right, and yeah. uh, and so um, do you think that maybe you know playing that year though, even though you didn't get many reps, it gave the coaching staff a chance to see you a little bit, and then. Trans, as opposed to taking the entire year off with a red shirt and then coaches and staff, you know, two years removed from high school, you know, he still had that knee injury going on. Maybe he's not a big part of our future. Yeah. I mean, they obviously had confidence in me to, to true, uh, is a big deal here. I mean, that's, that means you have some talent and that means you're going to contribute a lot in the future. So they definitely had, they had the confidence in me. And I, I mean, I had it too. I think they just thought I was going to break out of it a little bit sooner to have that timidness go away. Um, but yeah, I think, I think it definitely helped in the future. I think, uh, they knew I had potential and they, they leaned on me a little bit more the next year, which was, which was good. Each year the workload increases. Mm -hmm. So uh, pretty much, you know, your entire life. And I don't know how you see yourself, man. Like, like, like what, like what's like most important in your life, but Mm -hmm. everybody that knows you, sees you as Sam McPherson, the football player, but you know, in six months, like you're never going to put the pads on again. And how do you how are you going to see yourself like after you know after your senior year of football? Yeah, that's a good question. I know a lot of people struggle with that. Um, I'm honestly excited. I mean, if I have a good year, I might try and I don't know maybe the CFL or something. Well, it, it really depends. I have to have a. Is that something year. that's been kind of thrown around at all? It's like been thrown around. Okay. Yeah. I mean, I I think I have. I think I could possibly play at that level. I mean, we'll we'll see. I mean, just really depends on the season how it goes. But uh, realistically, looking at it, just because football is going to come to an end one day. Uh, so I'm doing mechanical engineering. That's what I'm studying here at Eastern. So that's going to take another year of school because it's a five-year major. Oh, okay. Uh, here at Eastern, at least. And uh, so I'll be here for the next year. 
Um, and I'm really excited for that because I've always been really my entire life has been all sports, all football, all basketball. It's as long as you can remember. As long as I can, that's yeah, literally that's been in my entire life. So my dad was a mechanical engineer and or he still is and he's working right now. But uh, so I'm really excited to get into that field because I've never really been experienced with that kind of stuff. I've never been in the field, never really worked on anything, on anything, never like, I mean, because a lot of kids in my classes have like worked on cars, have like taken them apart and built them back together. I haven't done any of that. You haven't gone to that point. I haven't got. Haven't done any of that. Is it, is it because the of the, the, the off the field, off the outside the classroom commitments that have kind yeah. of taken up a ton of your time? Yeah, and, exactly. and not led you to progress like with with your peers, right? Yeah, exactly. Like I've been all football. Uh-huh. I mean, especially this past couple of years, like all football, and just I mean, a lot of kids have a lot of free time too, so they they're able to do that stuff. And like even in high school, and they they did that. But I mean, I've been all sports, so yeah, I'm really excited to get into that. Um, but it, it, the thing is, I'm at, I'm at like. I pick up the topics like in class pretty easily, like better than most of the kids, I would say. And they're doing that stuff. Like I'm very excited to actually start being able to do that stuff while I pick up the topics. I think it's really going to like progress that my career when it comes to that. Because when you think of the bigger picture, that's kind of be that's gonna like your 30 year plan as yeah. opposed to football, which, like I said, six months from now, um, you know, you won't be an Eastern Washington football player. You know, obviously you always have a heart in the program, yeah. but uh, and you talk about. Because I didn't hear about this at all, like the possibility of, you know, CFL, maybe this is your first time announcing that, like, you know, that's a possibility. Well, not announcing it, but like that's that's making that kind of known that CFL, uh, are there any alternatives? Like I hear the European League's kind of big or is there nothing like that? Yeah, and there's a a lot of kids that'll, I I don't want to say waste their time, but have didn't play much in college and try uh-huh. to have a professional career i don't want to be one of those kids obviously i played a good amount of college football but i don't want to extend my career more than it needs to be extended so if if i'm being pursued afterwards i will pursue the nfl the cfl whatever but if not i'm not gonna waste my time and try to play football i mean i love football but i'm not i don't want to waste time waste money stuff like that totally and yeah. and if the cfl does come knocking would you with would you kind of hold off on your eastern washington uh mechanical engineering major and then try that out and then come back to it later yeah that's what i'm thinking i mean if that happens i mean i literally have no idea what's gonna happen i'll make that decision hopefully come january after, <laughs> right absolutely after, after yeah. the season hopefully it's january when i make that decision but yeah it's really all up in the air right now so yeah coming, coming back to this season um what scenario would there be that would make you the most content you know walking away from the game like obviously like no matter what happens you know you poured your heart into it you you, you did everything you could to be the best player possible but like with this season what would make you happiest what would make you most content with uh with finishing up your college football career yeah that's a that's a pretty easy question it has to be a national championship oh it has to be a but national- right and i yeah. i know i know yeah. that but i mean is it i mean what if you make it to the quarterfinals are you still gonna be like that was a hell of a run and these guys like most content, I guess, would be national championship. Most content, right? yeah, national championship. <laughs> yeah. yeah, I mean, something where just we give our all this season, you know, like we have a very talented team and we have the ability, I think, and the, yeah, just the ability to make it to the national championship. So obviously that's the the ultimate goal. But I guess for me personally, I want to just have a good quality season, uh, make the most out of my time that I get to play because this is my this is possibly my last year of football. So. Any, want to go out any there. statistical milestones? Like, do you want to get, I don't know, 50 receptions, 800 yards? Because uh, maybe build on last year's performance, kind of? Yeah, definitely build on last year's performance. There's definitely there's definitely runs that were there to make that I missed last year. So uh-huh. I definitely want to – I don't want to miss any opportunities, if that makes sense. I want to make all the runs I need to make, make all the blocks I need to make. I just want to be a very productive back that can can do it all, basically. 
do you see yourself sticking around the game at all? Like, you know, in some capacity, like as a coach or like a, maybe even a college coach, cause I know some, you know, graduate assistants, that's kind of a career path that they might look at. Yeah. Um, I can't see myself as a college coach. <laughs> it's a very tough life. It's a lot. Like when I first came into football, college football, I was thinking, you know, college football, like being a college football coach would be fun. And I think it would be fun, but to have a family and be a college football coach is just insanely tough after seeing just how many hours a day in the <laughs> office, like recruiting in the office, living in like an isolated yeah. area. Like, like, you, eat, like you eat dinner with your co- the coach, the coaches, coaching staff eats dinner. <laughs> They're literally in the office all day, every day. And I, if I have a family, there's no way I could do that. It just seems like it's just way too much. You don't spend nearly as much time as as you would want to with them. So, what about the lower levels? I, I definitely in, in the future I could see myself being a high school football coach. Just Maybe like a journeyman, yeah, yeah, like kind of yeah. trying going in and out. Yeah, so. <laughs> and I, like my uh, high school running back coach is always like told, like told me I can come back whenever I wanted to and help the running back. So <laughs> definitely something to be cool to look at in the future. But uh, yeah, as of right now, I, def- I mean. Right out of college, I want to get my career started and then go from there. If I have the time to give back to the community wherever I'm wherever I'm at, I definitely will. Because, I mean, I love the game of football. And I'm really starting to understand a lot, love being able to contribute. So, any way I could, I'd like to do that in the what, future. What's your biggest dream right now? Biggest dream? Oh, man. I mean, obviously, I'd like to play professional football. That's – that's. I mean, if you're not in, if you're not in college football – dreaming of playing professional football you're not, i don't think you're in the right mindset like that's the ultimate goal like you want to play professional football like you want to be at your very best to perform at that high of a level but i mean realistically i don't know just a just a nice a nice family a nice job i don't know i really have no idea right now i don't know what field i really want to be in just kind of up in the air right now nothing wrong with that yeah. that 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 is that's a quality dream to have yeah. one day is having having that good life man yeah uh and i and i am kind of wrapping you up right now but you know before we get out of here uh is there anything that you would like to say to you your fans your family coaches teammates like what, what message would you want to send like kind of you know as, as we uh, enter your senior year right now yeah it's been it's been one hell of a ride that's for sure it's been just a, a blast from the day one of football to to where it's been now like i can't think my family, the community, Eastern Washington, Bothell, uh, really all my friends too, just for being there with me all the time and supporting me. And like, I still get texts from like, I used to coach back in the day and I still get texts from my uh, players that are what going into high school now like, saying <laughs> yeah. good luck and like, thank you so much for everything. So it's really, it's been, it's been an awesome, been an awesome career, been an awesome journey and I couldn't be more thankful. For- all right, there you guys have it. Sam McPherson laying it all out on the line, telling us about Eastern football, telling us his stories. He is an honest guy. He's a Washington product through and through, and that's probably why he has such a great connection with the football community here in the States. And himself, you know, his Eastern Washington Eagles, they're going to have a few televised games primarily on Root Sports. I believe uh, they're gaming against WSU that will be on the Pac-12 network. And again, all that information, you can go you can go check that out, goeags.com. And if you enjoyed Sam McPherson's podcast, Send him a message at Sam McPherson17 on Twitter. These guys always love that feedback, and I'm sure Sam would appreciate that. We're also going to drop you guys our very public, very open email right now, Chen at yahoo.com, M-I-C-A-H-C-H-E-N at yahoo.com. Please let us know uh, any comments that you might have, any questions, any requests for interviews, ideas for the show, 
You can find us every single Tuesday. Again, myself, Luke Monger of Dogman.com. Great insider information for UW. And our WSU insider, Jackson Garner. He also does some play-by-play announcing for WSU. And we're going to give you everything that you need to know about Washington football, news, and culture. It's a year-round show. Again, iTunes, Google Play, it's all available. This has been Washington Football Crunch. For Micah Chen, I'm signing off. Thanks.